0: Hello and welcome to the Blues Guitar Show podcast with me, Ben Martin from thebluesguitarshow.com. Hope everyone is having a great week out there this week and everyone is staying nice and warm in the crazy cold we're having uh, over here in the UK, but I'm sure (laughs) other places too. Um, Thank you to everyone that has been joining the workshops recently. We've had, well, this month we're having the fourth of four workshops. Um, These are kind of masterclass style workshops where I'm taking you through. Uh, specific different style of guitar playing and technique so for example the first one was on finger picking we had one on flat picking we've got one coming up on improvisation Uh, we had one in there as well on slide playing so there's all kinds of different stuff going into these workshops so thank you to you guys that joined the group and signed up for the first four it was really really cool and a great kind of thing for me to be able to provide um, some kind of longer form video content because I know that you know, to a lot of people, I'm just a kind of voice on the, on some headphones or a voice in the car or wherever it is you listen. Um, thank you to everyone that does listen though. It's really, really cool for me to have the kind of a Spotify wrapped thing. And, um, the Apple podcasts come back and give me some really good stats and positive feedback for the year. We've had some ma- massive growth this year. We've had some amazing interviews with the Chinelli brothers and uh, Ryan Lee Crosby and actually Ryan Lee Crosby. If you uh, if you're listening, um, he's, if you haven't listened to that episode, I thoroughly recommend that one. And I recommend listening to his music. He is a phenomenal blues player, but he's hoping to come over to Europe next year. So we're going to see if we can make something happen over here in the UK, a uh, bit of a live day over there. Um, we also had an interview with the washboard resonators. That was really cool to do. I'm hoping to line up some more cool interviews towards the end of the year and the beginning of next year. Um, yeah, it would be great to kind of talk to more people. So if you know anybody or you have any suggestions of people that you'd like me to interview kind of within reason, as much as I'd like to talk to Clapton, I don't think I'm, <laughs> I don't think he's ready for me just yet. Um, so that would be really cool. So shoot me over any kind of, uh, anything that you want me to cover in the podcast, any people that you think I should be listening to, talking about or talking to, um, that would be really great. So what we're going to do this time, if you heard from the intro, I've got my electric with me today and I'm going to be doing a little bit of electric solo playing. Um, And what we're going to talk about is some pro tips for playing better guitar solos. So what we're going to do is I'm going to take you through just kind of Um, some basic solo patterns that I use, my approach to them and how you can kind of really make your solos stand out and how you can make them sing. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying the best way to learn how to play good, stylish and classy guitar solos is to learn good, stylish and classy guitar solos. There's a few guitarists that I think it's really worth studying if you want to really get into this style. Um, If you're looking to play electric blues uh, or even acoustic blues, it's really worth learning solos and kind of, I think it's best to learn them chronologically. Now, I think I kind of did this inherently without thinking just when I sort of started playing guitar because what you tend to do is you start to start off learning the easier kind of solos and then you work your way to more advanced solos. And that's a really good kind of learning pathway, but you can also do this through time. What I mean by that is that if you want to become a really competent blues player, for example, Um, There's a whole history of blues music that you need to be aware of. You need to have a good understanding of, and really, you need to be able to emulate and play. And because players like Joe Bonamassa, for example, really understand this blues history, you know, I think if you was if I was sitting here with Joe Bonamassa, I'd be able to say, "Play something that sounds like Muddy Waters," and boom, he'd be able to do it. Play something that sounds like BB King, Freddie King, Albert King, you know, all that stuff. And I think you need to be able to have a really good understanding of what each of those players does when it comes to their solos. So if we start with a general kind of basic guitar solo sound like this. Now, what I've done there is I'm taking these three notes here. And I guess four, if you're counting the bend up to that one. Now, I'm taking those four notes and I'm creating what I would say is my kind of sound based on my knowledge of guitar solos. So if we look at these notes here, we've got an E, we've got a G, So G, we've got E, G, A, B. Now you guys know those notes are from the E minor pentatonic. All those notes are in the E minor pentatonic. I'm playing these on fret 9 on the Uh, G string third string fret eight on the B string fret 10 on the B string and I was bending from 10 to 12 so now a lot of people when they start to learn solos and kind of the patterns and the scales and stuff the first thing they do is if we're playing over an E you get this there's nothing wrong with but in terms of rhythmically it's very uncomplicated harmonically it's just climbing up and down Uh, melodically sorry it's just climbing up and down and and harmonically we've got nothing going on there so how can you turn that into something that has a little bit more flair now there's one thing that I'm doing in there already actually that I didn't even talk about which is the bend Now the bend is really cool because everybody bends slightly differently. We get some people that bend like B.B. King. And they do really kind of fast. B.B. King's really famous for doing a quick bend followed by some really strong vibrato. That kind of thing. You get a collapsing kind of bend that's really slow. And it really kind of drags you up to that note. Essentially we're going here through the next note up to... And you kind of get that and one of the things Clapton does a lot is he bends two notes at the same time Billy Gibbons also does that so the bend is a really important thing you can get that it gives a real bit of feeling to the playing even if you're just bending a kind of simple pattern going up melodically now the other thing that I would throw into that Uh, Again, melodically, I'm just going up and down. Harmonically, there's nothing going on there. I'm not playing anything polyphonic. It's all just one note at a time. But I'm I'm sliding into the first note. So I'm sliding from, effectively, the wrong note to the right note. And that creates a really cool bit of tension and release that we get a lot in blues playing. So if we're aiming to hit that G, we're going from E to G. Again, going from that fret 9 on the third string to fret 8 on the second. I'm going to first slide from fret eight on the third string to nine, a nice quick. And if you were playing with a kind of bit of music, you'd aim to hit that G on the one. one, two, three, four, one. and Again, one, two, three, four, and one. And it gives that kind of... Um, more of that tension and release really what we're doing when we're playing blues solos especially when we're using the minor pentatonic is we're creating that tension and the release so we go tense to release and then we go tense to release with the bend and the release is when we get up to that note it's always a good idea to check your bends so play the bend and then check that did i hit that pitch yes Because what you find a lot of people do is overbend, which will give you a kind of a really out of tune sound because effectively you're hitting this note, which we don't want, or something in between. Uh, Or you underbend, which would mean we're going instead of. So first thing would be to add in the bend and that kind of um, little slide. The next one I was doing when I was getting to here was just a bit of that vibrato. Now the vibrato is a really cool one. We talked about it a bit in the uh, workshop when I was looking at slide playing, because in slide playing, of course, vibrato, we just slide the slide backwards and forwards to get a bit of vibrato. But when we were playing vibrato on the string, when I push down, and you can go for something really subtle like this, or something really obvious. choose a note and add in some of that vibrato. So these are all kind of um, annotations to your playing, embellishments, Um, the little slide in there, the vibrato and the bend. The other one is the hammer on and pull off. So again, if we're going to take these two notes, so that's eight and 10 on the second string, G to A, we're going to go hammer on. So we're going to hit the uh, G And then we're going to hit our third finger nice and hard onto the fretboard. And again, this is kind of, you can play with this a little bit and go for a really quick hammer on where you get that kind of Robert Cray, maybe a bit of um, John Mayer. Or you can go for the Something a little bit more, kind of slower blues. With, again, that vibrato. And really what it is, we're taking something that's... And learning to turn it into... Something a little bit tastier and a little bit more interesting. The last thing I did there was a pull-off, which is the opposite of a hammer-on. So once you've hammered on... This time it's the same, but I'm going to play fret 10 and then pull it off so without picking again i'm going to play fret 10 and then pull it off to eight and of course you can do this in one motion where you go hammer on pull off this is used loads Uh, this is very jimmy page so in terms of picking i'm just going like that but i'm getting a kind of thing, or uh, the other Chimmy Page lick that's, um, that one is a uh, pull-off from 8 to 10, from 10 to 8, sorry, and then I'm hitting the E on the string above. So there's a lot we can do just with four notes that we've got there. can kind of move all around the fretboard just playing those four tones, just playing E, G, A and B. And again, knowing that they all come from that. That E minor pentatonic that we all know and love. Alternatively, you can start doing something like and then move down to the open position. I mean, this is something that I do a lot. You just move between positions, and then up to 12, and then down. Just move around the fretboard with those just few notes that we know. And just play around with the notes of the pentatonic scale. That's kind of the best place to start, really, when you're looking at playing blues solos. So I'd say learn blues solos is the first one. Try and work out what is going on in the solo, OK? If you try and work out, um, if you see a blues solo and you kind of hear this lick... You go, OK, what is that scale? You know, OK, that's the, the A minor pentatonic. Um, so you kind of work out what's going on in that solo work out what they're using Um, I would also say a good tip is when you're learning a solo learn the chords that go behind the solo as well because that will help you relate these scales together it's very difficult to just hear a lick like you go okay that could be the A minor pentatonic could be the A minor blues it could be the C major pentatonic just depends entirely on the chord that's behind it so it's really worth learning the chord that's behind it as well as learning the solo so the main thing i want you to take away from this is learn some blues solos from players that you like start off with some simpler solos where you kind of work chronologically through time start with the early blues stuff and i mean when i say early blues i don't mean necessarily delta blues but i would say start with uh things like bb king uh, and then kind of move on through the kind of um the later guys like maybe albert king and then you'd be looking later to artists like clapton and then kind of you'll you'll find that there's a way that it kind of progressively gets more complex and more involved and of course to play a bb king song perfectly and really well is still very very tough it's not easy by any stretch of the imagination to play it well but it is harmonically simpler than learning something like a um a walter trout solo or a Uh, Kingfish Ingram uh, solo. So I would say start there, try and work it out and then add those annotations. So you're looking for the slides, the bends, the hammer-ons, the pull-offs because that's where your kind of voice comes into it. And that's where once you've learned a lot of these solos, you can take the pieces you like. For example, I hear in my playing a lot, uh, Robert Cray. And it's because I love Robert Cray's playing. He's one of my favorite guitarists. I listen to it a lot, but I also hear a little bit of Uh, John Fusciante, because I've always been a really big Chili Peppers fan. So I hear that in my soloing as well. You know, that kind of. um, (laughs) that kind of really simple um, kind of lush sound John Fusciante has. I hear that in my playing too. So you want to kind of build up your own kind of library. It's a little bit like building up a library of records. You know, that library of records becomes you. It becomes your music. It's the same thing. If you build up a library of guitar solos and music that you can play, then the music that you play or write yourself becomes yours. It's, it's an amalgamation of all the things that you listen to and you enjoy. So I hope you all have a good time playing with these guitar solos. I'm going to leave you with uh, a little bit of Hendrix. Don't forget to head over to the thebluesguitarshow.com to check out all of the upcoming workshops and courses. I do still have uh, one space available to take on a private student online. If you're interested in online sessions, shoot me an email, Ben at thebluesguitarshow.com. Uh, I'm going to try and get another one of these out before Christmas, so I won't say Merry Christmas just yet. Have a great week, everybody, and I'll catch you next week.